0: Warning, self-control does not share the same views of the influencers that you see on wrestling Twitter. The comments and opinions you will hear in this episode will make you feel some kind of way. Accordingly, the umbrella must insist that you know from jump that we do not care. We at self-control must insist that you listen and make your own opinions and do not attempt to contact us on that bullshit. We will read them and laugh at you in our group chat or pre-production meetings on the phone, accordingly. That's my greatest fear, that if, if I lost control or did not have control, things would just, you know, I like, it would be fatal. Speaking of top five, you know, since we're talking about Jay-Z, we're going to talk about our top five of so 2021, which include wrestlers, rappers, albums, matches, and are we including shows. Yes.
1: And shows. I thought I needed theme music or something.
0: Okay.
1: No, we good. No, fuck y'all. Okay. Alright, where we start off first? You know, it's, oh, like, it's like that one time... Last that time that I can sh- I'm just sitting at the post. I'm just standing like... I'm like, no, I'm like fucking Vince Vaughn and fucking Greta Cratchit. Hot route! Hot route!
2: Hot, hot route! <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that one
0: time in that one one game where the guy missed the free throw. See
3: how it feels,
1: Nash? See how it feels? That's how i like, hot, hot, hot route! And we were just looking at me like, what? Like, go to the other end. Right <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, you want to start with uh, wrestlers or matches?
2: We can start with wrestlers. All
0: right, I'll start it off. Uh, my number five, and also if any of uh, y'alls pop up on the list or anything, you could always, you know, jump right in and we'll go on it, or, you know, what, if so, facto. But my number five, which might be
3: controversial hold on, hold on, because Hold up,
0: hold hold up.
1: Now, these are year in review. These is our opinions, and if you don't like these opinions – we really don't care. But we're more than willing to debate with you. So, you know, come holler at us. You know, I, listen, I'm I'm not B. Dot. I'm more than willing to post my choices up. I mean, he does it too. He ducks the smoke. He like just like puts it on mute and like just lets the world go on fire. I will talk to y'all niggas if y'all don't like it. Like we can do it. You know, I'm still, well, I'm suspended as of this point. But as a, but when the show drops, I'll be off on parole, hopefully. Hashtag free notch. (laughs) You know, so uh, hashtag free notch. Um, So yeah, more than one to discuss with you, these choices. You know, so yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Rhea.
0: Alright, so I'm going to start off with an honorable mention because she has been having a phenomenal 2021. Will she win the title next year in some way, hopefully. But my honorable mention before my number five is going to be Shotzi Blackheart. You know, she didn't make the list, but she had a good 2021. Um, And rounding off my number five, it's the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. The, The reason why he was at my number five, because he had an amazing 2020, you know, winning against the Fiend back in August of 2020. And, you know, the guy has been working heel great. He knows how to carry the stick. He knows how to walk around and show what it is. His Twitter game's gotten better. His promo game. With or without Paul and has been phenomenal. The guy has been holding the title ever since, and now it's at a point where, yo, who is going to beat him? And that's my number five man, the travel tree, Roman Reigns. Keep going. Oh, we're going down to Okay, okay. Uh, My number four, another champion, the guy who definitely deserved it. He was Mr. Money in the Bank. Big E, you know, the guy has had a great run this year so far now as far as opponents there hasn't been many that's shown me that they're capable of doing their thing but biggie's had a great 2021 winning the championship and just you know really taking the ball and running with it and he's he's doing great as far as promo wise for the WWE showing up pulling up wherever he needs to be and you know he's he's that guy now granted it's at a time where they're going head to head with AEW or AEW's miles ahead any other time, he'd be bigger than ever, but Big E as my number four. Um, now, my number three, another guy who's, you know, been the travel chief as far as AEW goes, and, you know, he's taking a bit of a break, and due to recent news, he has been wrestling with Vertigo, Kenny Omega. Okay. Some may say, some may say that, you know, he's overrated or he's not, you know, a big match Kenny like he was in New Japan, but... Kenny's been great. You know, um, say otherwise, he's definitely helped uh, bridge the gap with all these companies and just really tuning in with everybody. Now, my number two in the first woman on the list, Britt Baker, DMD. She has been, if not, in my opinion, the best women's champion across the board. She knows how to work heel. The crowd chants with her. She knows how to reach people. And, you know, you might hear a little bit more from her once we get to matches, but that girl definitely knows how to work. She knows what she's doing. She's doing her thing promo-wise. And then just really selling things. Okay. And now the number one, who I considered the fastest, the bravest, maybe even the greatest, the EST Bianca Belair. You know, she had a WrestleMania moment. She's looking good while doing it. She knows how to cut a promo. She knows how to sell the merch. You know, it even got to the point where I believe people were, like, I don't know if it was true, where they were saying Blue was watching uh, Bianca Belair matches. So just to get that far of a reach, and, you know, you're going to the ESPY Awards, winning ESPYs with Sasha Banks, you know. She's great, so she's my number one for 2021 as far as wrestlers go. Okay. Uh, I'll go
1: with the wrestlers, uh... My honorable mention, uh, I'm not gonna be like BD Dot and put Magic as my top three album of, favorite album of the year, even though it came out the day before. <laughs> he puts on the list. Um now nah, my uh my honorable mention is going to hook. Just the vibe I've seen and like the response he's getting right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh Hook is my honorable mention. Uh number five is my boy our brother friend of the show billy dixon he's my number five guy man what boy you gotta say he's been in the business he's like he posted his resume up earlier today like refer to that like that's why he's number five and whether it's been behind the scenes or whether it's been in the square circle Billy has done that, and more. So, my number five is, is, uh, Billy Dixon. Number four is The Revolutionary. What time is it? Nation time. Darius Lockhart, number four. He's, he's been putting on bangers, man, quietly. Like, he's, he's really doing this shit. Really, really doing this shit, man. Um,
2: so, yeah, I had to put him as number four. Uh, Number three. I feel it could have went either way, but number three is
1: uh Big E, man. Uh he hell of a run, hell of a um what he's been doing his champions. He's definitely legitimized that belt. Um he's doing everything, man. He's doing like everything about his run so far has been great. I've had no qualms with it. So yeah,
2: Big E's number three. Number two. Number two, this is where I, I didn't know about two or three, but
1: I'm doing it like this. Number two is going to Lee Moriarty. Like, yo, like I think I called it in the, in the episode or whatever. I, I called him like what? The LeBron James of Pro Wrestling, right? I think I said that, low. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, yeah, that's how I feel about him. This guy's gonna be the LeBron James of fucking pro wrestling. Like, this guy is like, he's gonna transcend shit, bro. Like, this dude, he's got it. He's got it. Like, I don't even know what the fuck it is, but that nigga got it. So, he's my number two. Um, easily could have been number one, uh, but number one, big ooze, Roman Reigns. You know, big ooze, big ooze. He pinned two niggas at the same time, yo. Know? This nigga was having monologues while he was beating niggas up, yo. Pleading the families while he was beating niggas down, yo. My nigga, like, it sounded like the commentary when he was beating up John Cena and talking to fucking Hollywood on camera, bro. Like, listen, whatever you wanted Roman Reigns to do, he's done that. Like, Bailey and Roman carried the pandemic era of the WWE, man. It was on their shoulders. Um, but chill, bro. Yeah, Rome, and Rome is, ever since they've been back with the people,
2: Rome has been killing it. So, yeah. Big ooze, number one.
4: <clears throat> you got it, low. Yeah, bro. Two excellent lists. A few things you got in common. I had two honorable mentions, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. I just had to. I just couldn't. You know what I mean? So, my first honorable mention is definitely another friend of the show. Dope-ass episode we had this year. Probably one of my favorites. Uh, My honorable mention first is Hoodfoot. Okay. Definitely a cultural reset, if you will. Just like Billy. You dig what I'm saying? Um, For us and, like, you know, just for black wrestlers in general. But there's everything that Hoodfoot's been bringing since we first noticed him last year. But everything this year, he definitely been taking more He's definitely been getting his name out there. Um, you know, he's definitely a part of a dope uh, faction, uh, nobody's favorite. Um, and I just think that that conversation we had with him, just like his vision and just his plans um, and everything like that, is just the theme of that episode really just speaks to me and just everything that he has going on this year and just a lot of people that's on the ground. So definitely Hoodfoot is uh, my number five. Shout out to Smiley as well.
1: Shout out to Smiley! Shout out to yeah. to the homie of Hoodfoot man, Absolutely. Hoodfoot Mo Atlas, bro! Like great interview, man! I love that interview. We definitely got to have him back in the control center on the steps of Shaolin. Absolutely,
2: steps of Shaolin. Right?
1: We definitely got to go back to the steps of Shaolin on that one, definitely.
0: Um, and you you saw what he tweeted today? He said, "I will die on my feet." He really about it, man. Yeah,
1: about yeah.
0: really
1: yeah. it. This guy's like he, he, he's he's really about that shit, really. My bad, Lil,
4: Keep going. No, y'all good, yeah. But not number five. That's my first honorable mention. My second okay. honorable mention is definitely the homie, uh, Lee Moriarty. Um, what can we say, man? The future of this shit. I definitely feel like the year he's had has definitely been uh probably like the like probably like the biggest like in his career. Um, definitely signing with AEW. Um, just amongst, you know, a lot of the things that he brings. You know what I mean? The talent he's a graphic designer as well um and i think that like he's one of the people that's going to like step into this like you know kind of like newer era or younger wrestlers that have like much more to offer you know what i mean than just you know things to do on the ring um so i'm definitely looking forward to what lee does you know what i mean and shout out to tm um but yeah to start off my number five and start off my top five uh number five roman made number five for me this year um, this is definitely an interesting, like, list to put together because it's, like, who goes where, you know what I mean, in these tight top five spots. But Roman definitely goes at number five, definitely making a huge impact you um, know. with that title he has, you know what I mean, definitely adding to the lineage of that. I definitely think that, uh, you know, do we expect this from Roman? Like, back, like, during, like, you know, the, getting booed, doing the Rumbles and all of that, like... I did Not in my
1: wildest dreams. I like, I, I, I felt like... What I watched I watched that uh that WrestleMania after um, raw that raw after mania when he be undertaken. When he just stood in there for like ten minutes and let the niggas build him and said this is his yard. That Damn, was the moment that was the moment where I was like, okay. Like I believe I I believe that the I'll I, I started to believe I was like, okay, if, if if he does it, I'm with
2: it. <laughs> they were saying shut
4: the fuck up. He ain't, ain't even say nothing yet.
0: That was that, that that was oh, funny. Five minutes of straight booze, bro. Five mm-hmm.
2: minutes. It took it
4: like a G. The is definitely my number five, man. I think that like you know, this company really needs to like thank their almighty God for this guy. Yes, sir. Uh, coming in at number four, definitely one of my favorites of all time, but I think definitely has had a great year and a great into it. Mr. Brian Danielson, number four on my list. Um, now, come on, man, we just like, you know, we we know the vibes, man. I think this is some of the best heel work we've probably seen from Daniel in his career. I'm still calling him Daniel sometimes. Excuse no, me.
1: No, man, the Planet Champion, I was I was rocking with. I fucking planet, planet. Planet Champion
4: was the shit. Planet was, Champion like, was hard. I knew it was, like, a, I knew it was, like, this victory lap. You dig what I'm saying? From
1: like
4: <laughs> You know, it reminded me of, like, the Occupy Raw shit and all of that. It was just, like, it was, like, bite back from that. It's, like, here it is, like, when you, like, here it is when, like, you know, the liberal vegan guy is, like, you dig what I'm saying? Like, positive and, like, a face. And here it is when the liberal vegan guy is a heel. It just was a dope contrast. You see what I'm saying? But now we just getting like this veteran that just like been through real wars, been through real shit, and he just you dig what I'm saying, like he not giving a fuck. You dig what I'm saying? Um and I just like that shit out of him, man. Like it just it's just I don't know. But he's definitely my number four. I definitely look forward to a lot of other things we wanna see next year from him in AEW. Um, number three, this might be a bit unexpected for some, but number three for me is none other than Kenta. Five letters, Kenta is my number three. Did not uh, see that coming. Yeah man, Kenza has been uh talked about in an interesting way in these past few years from a lot of people on the rest the the western end of wrestling WWE loyalists um you know we, we got a lot of people that definitely do watch AEW that kind of get into the New Japan stuff that fuck with Kenzo um but I think this transition um to Noah um based upon you know his his recent work is definitely a a impactful thing for the business in japan um and it's just again like it just providing like those vibes you know what i mean that we was used to from a certain time um so that's my thing i think with my list this year um with my top five wrestlers i wanted to structure it as far as like definitely matches definitely like impact and all of that but it more so was about like
1: yeah, we, did, we definitely people? did have a criteria. We definitely did have, not have
4: a criteria. Yeah, I, I will just think about how I was going to structure mine, but I was like...
1: Next year, we'll, we'll get better with this.
4: Yeah, I would just think about from as far as, like, my personal five, like, who are the guys that, like, are going to be, like, the most looked forward to in 2022 based upon, like, what they did, like, this year.
2: Okay.
4: Um, so that's kind of, like, how I structured this. So Kenta is definitely number three. I definitely can't wait to wrestle Kingdom and seeing what happens. On that uh, night when Noah and New Japan um, face off against each other. Um, Number two on my list for top wrestlers of 2021 is definitely Big E. Um, What can I say, man? We wanted this solo run for a while. And I think that when we thought we wouldn't get it, we didn't know necessarily, like, what would it look like? What would it it be like? Is is Big E going to, like, you know, turn heel you know what I mean? How is he most valued on camera? You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How this guy can probably step outside of the WWE and represent his title, represent his company and other places. And those things have come to fruition. You dig what I'm saying? Um I just think Big E's grind, you dig what I'm saying, all the way from, you know, NXT and what the five count and all of this Oh my you know, god. I <clears throat> loved it. The the catalog, you dig what I'm saying, that the man has laid. Um another another one who this company, you know what I mean, should think they're almighty God for and, you know, just give a bit more marketability to cuz you know what I mean, he got it. Um and I'm definitely looking forward to see what he does. Um and I think definitely probably the you know the New Day is a very influential like group. You know what I'm saying? But all of them bring a lot of different you know what I mean elements to that. You know what I mean to the New Day thing and and that's what makes the equation complete, but like Without Big E, man, like... Like, he, he's the heart and soul of the New Day. You dig know what I'm Listen, saying? Listen, man... Like, Xavier is the, like the brain...
1: The Kofi New Day is is remind life. me of... Reminds me of Tribe, yo. They remind me of Tribe. Like... Yeah. You know, Kofi, for me, he's the Ali Shaheed of the group. He's kind of like the... You know, the temporal one. He's the oldest. You know, and for me, Big E's Fife. And... um. Xavier's Q-Tip
2: like he's just that's how I feel about it like those guys are just those guys are just great man they're just great guys
1: but yeah great choice for them number two that was number two right number two and
4: y'all know who my number one is
1: do we it ain't Kenny is it Kenny (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely
4: da, 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 it's definitely Kenny, man referring back to a few episodes ago we was talking about Kenny, we said Kenny is the Nas, you know what I mean my guy Naj said that Kenny is the nasty Nas of pro wrestling, look that was, I think, probably one of the most like, that was one of the most takiest takes I feel like from self-control this year, but to get more into this pick for me, man um you know, like I said, man, it's that body of work. Uh, and we know we know like what the deal is. You dig what I'm saying? Like again, the this the discrediting of Kenny Omega is a mortal sin for me right now in the in the what they call it the IWC. Um and come on, man, like when a guy walks out with the triple A belt and the impact belt and like The
2: Belt Collective.
4: And so you know, again, man, I, I, Kenny, Kenny is getting very, you know, Danielson like. You dig what I'm saying? Putting over Cowboy, finally, um, you know, Rich Swan stuff. We'll get into that a bit in a minute. Um, and yeah, man, I, I, I just feel like Kenny is definitely, again, man, like what you doing with pro wrestling? What you doing with the art? How you taking this into the future? Um, and again, I remember a few, like, you know, like a year and a half ago, it was like, when is AEW going to make Kenny a star? And I was one of those people, like, when are we going to see, you dig what I'm saying? Because like, people wasn't feeling interested like that and all of that. But I really feel like, you know, he, it's, it's been a crazy bounce back. And not that he really even went nowhere. You dig what I'm saying? It's just been like, it was like a cooling off. But again, like he had the reminding last year. And I think that everything we saw in ring this year has like solidified that for sure. Um, so Kenny Omega is definitely my number one. Uh, wrestler of 2021
1: all right okay so we're gonna stick with wrestling and go with matches low since you ended it you're gonna start it
4: we could definitely do that man we here at self-control podcast have a thing about this pro wrestling thing man that's why we like the art of uh competition that's why we talk about battle rap so much Is why we you know kind of get into like you know, the psychology behind this wrestling shit, storytelling. So the match, the wrestling match is the place to tell that story and the place to do all of those things, right? Um and I'm glad we get I'm glad we definitely added matches um to our docket. <clears throat> so I don't have any honorable mentions, I just have a straight five. Yeah, neither um, do I. My uh, number five is Shingo Takagi and Will Ospreay from Don't Talk.
3: Ooh.
4: Um this year. Um definitely a match that I was awaiting um going you know even before kingdom last year even thinking about like g1 thinking about like will's return and what's that's you know what, what that was going to look like um and things of that nature and just kind of getting excited you dig what i'm saying because that injury was one that you know i'm sure a lot of people didn't necessarily expect you know what i mean will has such a crazy work rate um and his dedication to his art you dig what i'm saying is it's it's up there you dig what i'm saying it's, it's yeah exciting.
3: say what you
1: want about him
4: you dig what i'm saying and um I just feel like him and Shingo <clears throat> definitely kind of reignited what the modern, like, classic match is in New Japan this year. Um, and just trying to get people to, like, you know, definitely see that, hey, like, you know, a guy can go out there and get hurt. And we've seen it many times, like, the resiliency of a lot of people. We just finished talking about Danielson. You see what I'm saying? Um, so definitely Will was actually his name in the history books for me um, in these last few years. And him and Shingo definitely uh, had to make this list for me this year um number four um i think is one of just as a collective a lot of people just really fucked with this match night one at wrestlemania um putting on for you know i mean our community um bianca belair and sasha Mm. you what i'm saying definitely had to make this list um one of the you know better matches out of the e this year uh, again the storytelling the psychology um the representation for what's that worth you see what i'm saying um, I really feel like that Bianca <clears throat> took took a lot of shit, like a real professional, um, in the build for this match. Um, and just showed what she was made of as a as a professional. Um, and just Sasha Banks being the, you know, veteran that she is and you dig what I'm saying, just just like sticking to her shit, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, yo Yeah, Mercedes is different, man. Like when I'm sometimes watching Sasha in the rings, like, yo, that's really Mercedes, depending on like what shit she was popping on Twitter before the match or like Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Um, So that match definitely had to make it, make this list for me. I only saw the match twice. You know what I mean? i definitely need to give it another rewatch before the year ends, for sure. Yeah. Um, Number three, <clears throat> kind of sticking with the E, you know what I mean, or iteration of the E for another uh, selection on this list, and that would be Walter and Ilya Dragunov from TakeOver. Oh, wow. Um, another great. match, another two I wanted to see for a while, and then when it happened, it was just like, a fucking like European like you dig what I'm saying? Just like dream fucking fight that big fight feel. You dig me? Um, and just a fucking epic. You know, what I mean, I love Dragon Dragunov, bro. I love Walter. Um, and it's definitely like certain vibes that's a part of like WWE UK that still kind of exists. Like some of those progress vibes, and you know, just you know, you know a uh, uh, WPPX. And it's just, like some like some of these promotions that we know from a few years ago overseas. You know what I mean? We can say what we want about, you know, some of the, like, quote unquote, gentrification of our wrestling. I mean, I mean, you know, it was even some plans to do some, like, NXT Japan shit, right? And a lot of people somehow what that might look like. But I don't think that the WWE has done the worst job in the world with the UK um, and with the many talents from over there. But this particular match for me, like, stamps what, you know, this company and what developmental has been doing with, um, you know, the UK talent. So that makes number three for me as well. Um, Number two on my list. This might be a bit unexpected, but expected at the same time. Tiger style versus Panther style from Enjoy Wrestling in Pittsburgh. Um, Definitely had to cop that shirt. And it definitely was one of those things that, you know, we saw build on Twitter. um, Between two of our favorite talents over here, Lee and Darius. And, um, yeah, man, I think this was, like, one of my need to know this year as well, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So I
4: definitely had to etch it into this list. Um and it definitely was a dope moment. It's it's a match that took place inside of my home state and also Lee's hometown. Um and yeah, man, I just feel like, you know, black wrestling matters and black wrestling draws and black wrestling has definitely been something that many people, you know, overall in the community seem like, you know, sometimes the matches that we go to the bathroom for, or it's like you dig what I'm saying? Um, but I think that people like Lee, people like Darius, you know what I mean? The things that they're doing with their art, you know what I mean? They show motherfuckers why they do this shit the right way. I mean, in a positive way as well. Yeah, um,
1: man.
4: So that definitely had to make number two. And number one on my list, uh, Kenny Omega, Rich one Impact Rebellion.
3: Ooh,
2: okay.
4: Uh, definitely had to slide that as my number one. And I just, just took a little bit of time as well. Um, I really like what Impact's been doing with the rebellion shows pa uh, past few years. Um I really think that Impact is hanging in there, man. Um and and, and, and it's one of the it's one of the avenues in wrestling to really just like stay afloat. And when you are a talent that can get inside of Impact, no matter what probably took place, you know what I mean, with you and any other company, um but one thing that Impact does is they definitely know how to put on a show. Um, and I really think with the Kenny story, you know, kind of tying into everything that Impact had going on with their title, it just was a great marriage for wrestling this year between uh, AEW and Impact. Um, so to have kind of like this cross-branded match, you dig what I'm saying, with like, you know what I mean, that, 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 like that title on the line, like it just, it just meant a lot for Impact, I think. You know what I mean? AEW is doing anything. Kenny is – but it, 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 it puts impact over, if you will. Definitely. Um, and I don't know if we've seen too many matches this year or in the past couple years. Like, what you know, without the exception of, like, you know, New Japan, AEW stuff, as far as, like, you know, promotions, like, you know what I mean, crossing and putting something on. Um, but, yeah, the, the, when we were first hearing about the impact, and AEW stuff, people was kind of murmuring on the timeline and shit like that. But for me, this was, like, you know, definitely like, you know, the solidification of that. Um and it just proves that, you know, wrestling is definitely like growing beyond just the one company model um that we were so used to in these past, you know, ten, fifteen years. Um so yeah, I definitely wanted to structure this list kind of in the same way. You know what I mean? not like stay not stay too heavy on WWE stuff, but like try to focus on like how is wrestling growing um within the w- WWE but also like beyond. You dig what I'm saying? So that's definitely my top five list. <clears throat>
1: Um, okay, my matches were, uh, I feel like I cheated on this one. Uh, I couldn't pick one. So I just decided to see if I could get away with picking as as a trilogy. Uh, I was going with the Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly trilogy, man. Those matches, man, like, listen, they just went ham. They just let them, like, they just let them boys go at one point. Like, and at one point, they really made me feel like they had like no fucking regard for one another. Like these days, like it was an ill time, man. And I fucked with it. I I, I love that. Um, that's my number five. Uh, it, it definitely restored the feeling. Um, my number four is uh Sasha and Bianca from WrestleMania. You know, ladies doing their thing. You know, Sasha being the backbone of that whole. You know, the whole feud and match and everything. And just Bianca just showing us why she is that, like, that girl. That, like, she is that. The EST. Very great match. Um, Number three, I went with... This might be... I don't know. This might be a surprise. Um, I went with Hangman and Omega. Just because of the long game they played with Hangman, um, it really... It was really good man I fucked with it um number two this is also a, a surprise um i went with uh kaiju and Darius, man I went with um O'Shea edwards against uh there's Lockhart um just I watching like just watching the uh the promos the videos from that on Twitter and everything seeing that play out. I loved it. Uh, we watched the match. It was a great match. Oh man, uh, definitely they definitely did that thing on that one, man. It was just a great match. Um, like just the psychology. Just when you watch Darius Lockhart Russell, man, it's just like it's like listening to Guru's Jasmine Tass or something, bro. Like it's just like it's like listening to Guru. It's just like over. It's like listen to a dope-ass Primo beat, bro. Like, just that's just how it feels when I watch Darius Lockhart, if that makes any sense to anybody. Like, that's just how I feel. So, that was definitely a great match. And uh, my number one match is uh, also my brother Lowe. He, uh, he talked about this earlier. My number one match was Lee Moriarty against Darius Lockhart. Panther style versus Tiger style. Just... Y'all gotta watch that match. Just the psychology of that match. The, the technicality of that match. Like, just anything you can do, I can do better. Like, just let me teach you something. Let me show you something. Like, look like that whole match was lit, man. It was just like the lighting, the entrances. Like, listen. Darius Lockhart, like, I love his interest song and video. Um, he and that come out and then contrast to that Lee comes out to LMA come out to LMA like it's just it's just a moment it's just yeah. from the introductions to the end
2: it was just a great thing to see and that's my top five matches nice
3: now, uh,
0: with mine, I got an audible mention just because it seemed like it was, like you said with the trilogy, uh, Seahawk versus Wrestling Otaku.
3: What? Oh, my... <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> hey yo! <laughs>
2: Hey, we're, yo. Putting these, we're putting these is, choices. We put these man. choices on the Twitter.
1: This it's an like, epic
4: these, feud. I'm, I'm interested.
1: We're putting it. We're putting this, this on the Twitter. We putting We're putting these choices on the Twitter. So. <laughs> Dog. Wow. It
2: seems Dog, like every
0: day you logged in, it was something a part of the saga, man. It was. It was like a Dragon Ball Z episode. You were waiting for the next one to drop, bro. He said, "I think it's about time y'all give me my respect." That yo yo yo
4: yo. Yeah, I I just
1: want to see the video of Seahawks parents
2: watching.
1: Yo, I just want to see the video of Seahawks parents watching Otaku cut that cut that video on him like. I just want to watch it because like they were all because no. he said he said the, he said he showed it to his parents and they were all just like, like like I just want to see like yo shout out to like yo for real shout out to Cam like that's the homie uh, like yo Seahawk and wrestling Otaku yo get the fuck out of here bro <laughs> you
4: can't get this nowhere else bro this is only in the control center only in the you control center everybody loves podcasting everybody loves a classic match everybody loves wrestling. Everybody get on Twitter every day. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I, yo, bro, this, yo, I'm telling you, Rito. This is, Rito when did you guys the
2: box, Rito? Rito was
4: the best pickup of 2021. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> right. The definitely. Puerto Rican fucking powerhouse, nigga. That was, yo. Uh, bro, this shit is amazing.
0: All right.
4: Wrestling
2: Okaku. So, uh,
4: so, uh, oh, my God.
0: So my number five, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but when I watch this live, dudes, you know, I'm sorry. I, I see y'all still laughing. So uh, my number five is Eddie Kingston versus Miro at All Out for the TNT title. That match was an absolute banger. You talk about strong style getting into the American audience. This was a match where it was just a straight, like, you got about a solid, what was it, like 20, 25 minutes of just pure, just whipping each other's asses, bro. This was one of my favorite matches. You got to see, you know, people get dropped on their heads, dropped on their neck, take stiff punches, barely kick out. This, it was just a slobber knocker, as JR would say, you know? So that's my number five. Okay. My number, my number four, which you know say what you want about them say what about their style their fashion even them as you know being guys who just do flips and nothing else my number 4 was the lucha bros versus the bucks at um, all out in the cage match I'm that match mm-hmm. absolute banger bro like you got it got everything you got your spots you got your cage climbing cage diving running across doing backflips you know And it was a good story to tell. Like, honestly, I would have been okay with either result. And it seems like the main talking point, like, it even got to the point where it was on nice kicks, was the Travis Scott sneaker with the, you know, the pins on the bottom of them, you know, with the thumbtacks. That was something that, you know, that was a special night on Twitter.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, my number three, which, you know, we got it for free on TV and, you know, a lot could be said about how AEW is presenting their women, and this seems to be one match that a lot of people were torn on whether they loved it or not. But it was the lights the lights out match, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Solid not, hardcore not They match. put on. They took bumps that I've never seen anyone, you know, outside of NXT and some WrestleManias take. Like this, when you talk about women's wrestling in the last, you know. Three or four years. That match is, you
1: know, top ten. Listen, I said this about Thunder Rosa. I said, "Yo, the E wanted her to be a referee, bro. A ref, a re Wow. They wanted Thunder Rosa uh, to be a
2: referee.
4: Thunder Rosa is a fighter, first and foremost. She's a fighter. Like she, like she fights. That's what. She, that's what she does. Yeah. She MMA and all of this shit. Like, come on. And she's and a dope ass wrestler.
2: And I think if
0: this match was to happen in the E, it would have stopped due to, you know, blood or whatever. Because you know how they feel about that. But the match kept on rolling. Now, my number three, you know, it was, oh, I'm sorry. My number two was one that, you know, crossed over on your list. But uh, I'm going to still say it was a great match and I'll have a replacement for it. But Bianca versus Sasha at WrestleMania. No, what you didn't on the, didn't get on the list. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. We
1: just no good oh. shit. We just know good matches when we see them.
4: <laughs> it, I mean, we well, this is a good, this is a good little collection right here. This this is this is this is nice. What did Ken Jong say? in uh, knocked up. I, I
0: feel like we're bonding. This is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Bianca versus Sasha, what can they be said about <clears throat> the match? This was a match where, I think, whoever's entering the world of professional wrestling in the next ten to fifteen years. We'll have this match as there. I sat down there and watched that match. And as far as you know, having that reach, like one of my good friends on Twitter and on Instagram, King Coley, somebody I definitely want to have on the program soon. You know, he's the belt collector, Mister Talk to Me Baby. He does title mm. days. He puts on for both of those girls. His daughters love Bianca and Sasha. Just, just seeing that makes you know it's it's awesome, man. So as far as culturally and just transcending everything, Bianca and Sasha were definitely it. Like, that was the match of the night. And then my number one, which is no surprise, and like you guys said, we bonded over this, but Dragonov versus Walter, too, man. That match, like, listen, that match could have gone on no, no whole – it could have been an Iron Man match, but just seeing, like, Dragonov's chest turn into hamburger meat, and then Walter taking chops, getting dropped on his head, and just – a straight-out, like, ass-whooping, bro. It was one of the greatest matches I've ever seen probably in the last four or five years. And the thing about Walter, like, he's everything that people, when they speak of Brock, thinks he is. Like, you think of Walter, and you hear that music, you hear the first notes, you see the big white screen, the ring general, the guy knows what he's doing as far as presentation. He has the look, he has the presence, like, It's like Jaws, you know, you see the fin, and then you don't wait for the attack, and it's just, you know, I I hope they do well with Walter, he's probably one of the main reasons I'll stay watching WWE, but until I see something drastic, Walter's the guy, that's my number one.
1: I want to see Roman and Walter.
0: Yikes.
1: I want to see that. I want to see Big E and Walter, too. I want to see Lashley and Walter. I want no for real. I want to see Lashley and Walter.
0: Wal- Walter McIntyre.
1: Now that could be a banger too. Fuck that. Give me Sheamus and Walter. That'll be a fucking banger right there. Give me... Yo, let's put some respect on Sheamus' name, yo. For, yeah, for real. Let's put some respect on Sheamus' name. That nigga can like will put on a banger with anybody.
0: Oh, him and Jeff had a banger. Like. He'll, he'll
1: give you a double double if you, you, whatever, off the bench. Oh, you need a you need a dope ass twenty minute match right quick. All right, I got you. No no problem. All right.
4: <laughs> that, yeah, Shame is that boy, man. Shame is that
1: boy, a, man.
4: He just a professional for television, like, like right, he just remember remember on. the rebrand, remember the the, the new look, and the, you know the night after Mania. Yeah. Uh, and do the the you look stupid, Chance, and just like.
0: He's just, <laughs> he just, he's just amazing. You know what? Sheamus doesn't get enough love because the guys won Money in the Bank, King yes. of the Rings, won every title, like, except for the Intercontinental. The guy's doing it. He's literally in the same conversation as Cena. Like, this guy is great. Just people like to overlook him.
1: Yeah, yeah like hand. Yeah,
3: like, yeah.
1: he went, yeah, his run was crazy for a minute. He Yeah. But still. Put some respect on the boy Seamus' name. Shit, that, that man, that man's crazy. Alright, next topic. Next subject. Next what, what, what we doing K-pop, Rapper
3: K-pop.
1: rappers rappers' albums or shows?
2: Go ahead, Rita, we'll let you decide. Uh,
0: you know what? I'll do rappers. Okay. Now, I'm gonna preface this by saying you know, as far as all the new rap and hip-hop and artists of today, I don't really listen to many. I mean, I have a short commute to work. I have a 45-minute walk where I kind of listen to what's popular. So my list may be controversial to some. Some say that, you you don't really listen to rap. Like, listen, I never claim to be anything I'm not. So this is honest. Say what you want. Say what you feel. At me, at Rito's Modern Life. My number five for rappers of 2021. And... This guy, his music holds a special place in my heart. Say what you want about him. But Logic. Logic has been my number five. The guy knows how to create a story as far as his whole. Um, so he has this whole storyline about how the world's going. And he, he talks about it a little bit in his biography. But he, he definitely knows how to put together a story. He's a great artist, great uh, author. And I know he's working on some movies and all that. But that's my number five. Um, my number four, so as of recent, I've been trying to, you know, get right with the big man upstairs, and one of my good friends introduced me to this artist, but Andy Minio. I don't know what it is about him, the guy knows how to choose his beats, he knows how to have a presentation, it doesn't come off as corny or forced, and if you didn't tell me he was a Christian rapper, you'd be like, oh, he's just a good, friendly rapper, and like, I play him at work over the speakers, people fuck with him, you know, um, my number three is Kanye, Got Mr. West. He's had a phenomenal 2021. Say what you want about him. Say about how you feel personally about him. But after the whole Amazon showing, you know, he got right in my book as far as an artist. And I say artist very strictly artist. As an artist, as a person, there were some questionable decisions he's made. But Kanye definitely had that rollout where... He had people waiting on Donna. When's it gonna happen? When's it gonna drop? Are we gonna get it? Oh, when's Hurricane coming out? Are we getting this version and th- that version? The hype was there. My number two, Tyler the Creator. The guy made his statement, and I was so happy for him to release an album after Igor so immediately because the whole DJ Khaled controversy, controversy, where it's like, oh damn, you know he might be right. What's this Igor? But. He's definitely launched himself into a level where it was like, all right, I gave you some of the soft, you know, the good storyline shit. We're going to give you something real, something to the rawness, you know, and on his album, he had Domo in them. So that's my number two. Now, my number one, it might be surprising to some, but this guy definitely changed the way you perform and you present yourself. And, you know, as they say, it's good. It's just not good enough. Mr. Jadakiss, man, like, Twenty twenty one was his rebrand. It was okay. resurgent. It was his resurgence, man. Like, he restored the feeling. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, after I saw that verses, I went straight on Spotify. I listened to the hits. We, you know, we we went into it. I listened to all D vlog hits, and it just like it made you realize, like, yo, y'all been sleeping on me. Let me remind you who I really am. The boogeyman's back and so raspy's back, baby. So that's my number one. I got
1: you. That's that's a great list, man. That's I like that list. Very eclectic, man. Group of guys, man. I'm fucking with that. Uh, my top rappers. I didn't have any uh any honorable mention, but if I did, um, well you know what? I do have an honorable mention because I tried to figure out I, they're, they're tied because I tried to find a way to put them on the list, but I couldn't. Um, but yeah, my honorable mentions um go to Jim Jones and Currency. Um, very solid years. They're just solid people. Like, Jim Jones, come on, man. Um, but Currency, he just dropped Talk 4. Excellent piece of work. Um, so yeah, that's, those are my honorable mentions. But my number five rapper is Drake. Um, he dropped CLB. He's got a couple good verses out there, but I just, I don't know man. It's missing something, man. It's just missing something. I don't know.
2: Number four is Tyler, the Creator. Like, he's just... Man, I... He
1: left Earth on this year, man. I really have a great respect for Tyler, the Creator, this year. Uh, number three for me is J. Cole. Off season is a great album, man. Um, he's just been snapping. Uh, so, yeah... Uh, Anybody want to put him with, he's hell his own. Also, uh, yeah, I'm definitely putting J. Codal's number three. Number two, Nas, man. Shh. Name, a, name name. somebody who's had a greater year than Nas, yo. Uh, he had, got Best Rap Album. He's just like King's Disease 2. This album, Magic. Like, listen, Nas, who's playing better? Who's. Who has a better relationship right now as an artist producer other than Nas and Hitboy right now? Tell me who. Look, do you have a a tandem right now? Anybody better than Nas and Hitboy?
4: I mean, <clears throat> I got a favorite. I got a favorite tandem of 2021 that <laughs> we can get into. I, I mean, I think uh, you, you'll agree.
2: And so, would <laughs> <our fourth laughs> I,
1: mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, both alchemists Alchemist. I mean, yeah. But but I feel like those are two different echelons.
4: For sure, that's that's all. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know be you know, be you know, be you know, you can go spit it and Harry this year.
1: Yeah. You can, yeah spit in Ski this year and, with Power hey, Top Four. Jones,
4: Jones and Harry.
1: Jones and Harry definitely yeah. You, know,
4: you got into that honorable mention.
1: I feel like I need another album of Jones of Jones and Harry. I need another. I need another one from them. to say they got a real relationship though, though. They need yeah. another one. They need. I need another. All Harry and Joe. I mean not Joe. Um, Jim Joe's album. Spitter
4: gonna take that as a competition.
1: Um, but my number one rapper is the Rabbit, man. Freddie, <laughs> the Rabbit. We haven't got so so separately yet. Uh, I thought I was gonna get it before the year is over. I really did. Um. But nah, I think we're gonna get it next year, man. But uh Freddie he he's got on stuff and he's just been heating like listen. Whether he's trying to I mean, you could put top matches uh, Freddie Gibbs versus Ack.
3: <laughs> or
1: Freddie Gibbs versus Jim Jones. We, we don't we don't know. Like let, listen, man, Freddie man, it's the rabbit, yo. Uh
2: I can't wait
1: so and so separately i can't wait um i can't wait for this movie he got coming out they said it's a really good movie like he really like did good acting in this movie um
2: yeah so yeah that's my top five man
1: all right
4: Low. all right so you know i definitely had an honorable mention okay um my honorable mention of 2021 is uh none none other than the ghost man the vegan and the gentleman styles p um really ended twenty twenty like crazily um ghost enthusiasm was at the very end of twenty twenty um but this year he put out ghosting um and also records Manor, which is a uh it's you know based on a compilation e p with havoc of my mm-hmm. yeah um you know another uh you know you know another one third of the locks d block and yeah man i just uh Really like the pocket that Styles is in right now, this 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 new not new, but just like, you know, the current, you know, way in which he addresses things in these verses. Um, so I definitely had to like throw him in there. He definitely um, you know, had, you know, a presence of his own at the verses. You did what I'm saying. Um I I that, like
1: this, man. He Rito's got Jade on the list, you got Styles on the list. I like this.
4: Yeah. And like you know, just as far as like you know the consistency of like dropping albums, at least like at least one and a half a year or a EP and an LP. You know, twenty eighteen he dropped a EP with Dave East. Um, you do know what I'm saying, just you know, always working, always recording. So he's definitely uh he definitely had to make my honorable mention. um Again, this list was one more so I guess catered to the underground ear, if you will. Um, a lot of the guys that I had on here this year. Uh, for me, number five is Vince Staples. Wow. I'm putting out a self-titled album.
2: Great album, by the way.
4: Uh, The Freestyle Circuit, you know what I mean? Um, definitely addressing certain things that a lot of rappers aren't. Um, and so I just think that, you know, putting out a self-titled album this year, um, instead of like waiting, like two more albums. Um, it was definitely just like, you know, and I and, and you know, the man's catalog isn't short, so we're not about to do that. But, um, no, nah, not at all. It was just a good ass play for his, uh, brand and for his music to put out a self title this year. So definitely a, a courageous and brave effort by Vince and definitely a dope album. Yeah, I love <laughs> it, man. Number four on my list this year is Spitter. Um, I think, you know, especially with like Spitter's Harry run coming out of 2020 and. You know, kinda getting into everything that he dropped this year. I mean, like as a currency fan, you never like wondering when like you're gonna have the next album. And no, it's like it's certain rappers where it's like, you know, they reach a certain level, like Sean, right? Or like, you know what I mean? It's like, damn, like when the next Sean album coming out. And you know, a lot of these guys, you know, have more uh ties to major uh, their major deals. You dig what I'm saying? Um, you probably have a bit more of a responsibility to, like, space out that recording because that's recording that's going to the label, right? Whereas Spitter can just, like, record in, you know, any type of pocket, any situation he feels, whatever. He's not recording for a specific project, you know what I mean? It just seems like the dude just likes just the hobby of rapping. And, um, you just never, you just never without any music. Like, like, as as a Currency fan, each year I just feel extremely uh, spoiled. (laughs) You dig what I'm saying? Like, um, so just based on that consistency and just based on, like, you know, not never sounding the same. You dig what I'm saying? Like, it's funny how spit is saying, like, it's like you, you look forward to hearing the next shit because it's like, you dig what I'm saying? Like, it's, you, you, it's like, you know you're going to hear the man's voice. His voice is going to sound the same. Like, he's kind of going to be talking about some of the same shit. The weed is always involved. But, like, keeping a new and, like, fresh way to say it each year, you know what I mean? Like, he just always catering to his fans and just know how to do that. Rather than like trying to pull in people that you know probably wouldn't be down with his music,
2: um,
1: Curse is one of the few people where I feel like he's not stunting on me. Yeah, uh,
4: yeah, it's it's it's, it's definitely that's that's definitely in there. That's definitely in there for sure. You know like,
1: like have you ever listened to a person? I am like, yo, like yo, damn, he is stunting on me. Like, even though know, he talking
4: about the car. like I am broken like shit. You know, it's, yeah, it's a certain type of way that you do talk about that shit. You dig what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, you know, I
1: feel you. Like, when he talks about, like, being in his, like, you know, in his cars or he's smoking, like, I feel like I'm doing the same type of shit. Yeah. Like, when you could be just driving a Camry, but you he talking about, you know, he's in his, you know, his Indy 500, you know, Corvette or whatever. You feel like you in that. Like, he right. makes you feel like you're a part of it. Your I really like,
4: you know, like the collection agency, right? Like that's one of my favorite moments from Spitter this year. That's probably like my favorite Spitter project this year. But it's that in the Harry, right? I think I'm mean, going we're gonna need more time with Pilot Talk 4, but
1: Yeah, I need more time. Um I definitely like Land Air C. Yeah. I like Land Air C um with, with currency. Um there was another one he dropped earlier too that was I thought it was really cool. Uh, dang 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 dang. dang, dang. I'm sure Regatta, That that's selling cereal with two chains.
3: <sighs>
1: yeah. And the joint he did with Styles on there. Oh yeah.
4: So that's the thing, man. It's like you know, you get Collection Agency this year, you get Still Stoned on Ocean, and you get Pilot Talk Four. You know what I mean? You get a whole other Pilot Talk installation. Oh, I forgot Still insulation. Stoned on Ocean. You dig what I'm saying? Like, and then you get like the Collection Agency, which like sounds like. Like he know how to move in and out of like these different categories of rap. Like collection agency sounds like all of them videos would be on Rap City, right? Then we got um pilot talk four, which is for like the like the, like again like that underground ski beach listener, right? Then we got like distilled stoned on ocean, which is like that like internet hairy wave. You dig? It's like he knows how to move in and out of these subcultures in hip hop every yes. single year. Um, and so yeah, man, it's just, and that and that's why he relevant because like it's like this is like each. It's like it's like it's like this category. It's like, like we know what the pilot talk sounds like with Ski. We know what the Harry shit is like. You know what I mean? Going back to cigarette boats. Then it's like Ooh. we get like some of the like murder beat shit on like you know uh uh you know the Saturday night shit or like you know what's the joint? What's the one joint? Naj Confidential. Um. Canal
3: Street,
1: Canal Street Confidential. Canal Street
4: Confidential. Like you know what I mean? And then like collection agency kind of sounds like it's in there with that. Like with, we have like, seeing
1: all these albums. But we're forgetting one album.
4: Priest
1: yes. ready? Not even Priest ready. Stone Immaculate. Stone oh, Immaculate. Yeah. Stone Immaculate.
4: Yeah. like.
1: Weekend at Bernie's.
4: Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, Stone Immaculate. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's the thing. That that Stone Immaculate falls in with that, like, BT 2003. Two yeah. chains sample. You dig what I'm saying? I mean, the other Two chains feature. You know what I mean? That was the lead single off that. So, yeah, man. Like, like Canal Street Confidential, I think that had the current, the, the future intro. So, he, you dig what I'm saying? Like, he knows, like, what he'd be doing on each of these He did projects. have
2: future on Canal right. Street. Drive-by. Yeah, he did
4: Drive have
1: by.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you know, the, the Wiz shit, you know, from a few years ago, them jumping back into that bag. Oh,
1: 2009 and
4: all that, yeah. Yeah, man.
1: So Which, I, I, I have reservations about that. I, I'm going to be honest, man.
0: I feel I, you. It's, yeah, it's a w- few. It's a feel. Well, the joint he had with DZA, too, was fire.
1: I mean, him and DZA is him and DZA, man. Like uh, what was the joint that him and desert did um it's a big save him and
2: Dizzy did is back in the day. <sighs> yeah,
0: I'm
2: uh, ride, I think or some shit like that. I'm trying
4: to Was it around the time of George pushed the button? It was like around them days, right?
2: I think it was around the time of um driving theater.
4: It was around the time of Driving Theater. Oh, that man! <laughs> Special that place is. in my heart. That that
2: mixtape is. Not, uh. It's
1: not
2: Prestige Worldwide.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, also uh, with Karen the fucking the three piece, the three piece sets he did with Thelonious Martin. Yeah, said.
4: right. It's so much shit. Bourbon Street secrets. Oh man, so much shit.
2: The stage, the stage, the stage,
4: right? The five, right, 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 right. That was a Harry joint too, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: First joint and all that.
2: The stage, goodness
1: gracious, man. Yeah,
4: man, I got around this list. Out this ball currency rap so much.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> what we have, one? <laughs> like, I forgot
0: about that. Damn. Bro, right,
4: we doing <laughs> a whole list. This is fucking turned into a fucking currency episode. All right. Pilot I mean, <laughs> top three. Top three. Um, please don't forget the hyphen. My comedy is my
2: third. I actually That's thought he was going to be number one. I actually thought he was going to be one. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be one. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, you know, it's the album thing. Right? Good. But it's also like...
4: N- nobody really knew who this guy was, right? Kind of still do He don't have a Twitter, he don't have like an Instagram, um, and it dropped two albums. And again, like I said, like this probably, unless that cave more to that underground. Um, but it seemed like he's going to be moving out of the pot, of like doing Griselda stuff, but also doing his own thing.
3: Uh huh.
4: Um, so again, another guy that seemed like he's catering to like the different tiers and the different listeners. Okay. Uh, kind of really like all oh, internet, but like. Really, kind of all about choice. Um, my number two, uh, you know, I, I think we should be ready for at this point is
2: Bodie James. We want Bo, Bo Jackson. Or are you now gonna get another Techmo?
4: Another, another two albums or like two and a half this year? Two, right? We got Techmo just dropped, and then we got Bo Jackson.
2: Um, yeah.
4: And yeah, just just the way he rapping, man, it's just like.
2: Boldy's think, not playing.
4: I think when we think about like Detroit as a city, too, again, like everybody has that unique sound. Right now, but like as far as like rappers coming out of Detroit, like Rapid Rap, like yeah, he run his mouth, bro. Like Boldy really run his mouth. Like Turpentine, Time
1: for me, like. Until you t- until like I did research on Boldy and, and learning this from Detroit, like it's like how um. Snoop described Freddie. Like, you, nigga, you just don't sound like you from nowhere. Like, you, that's how I felt about Bodie. Like, I didn't know where he was from. Like, you just sound like he's just him. Like He just sound just, like
4: he's, like, your grandpa or some shit. Like, nigga sound yeah. like he's, like, 60, like, a 60-year-old
1: rapper. Yo, he's 300 Fences? Fam, 300 Fences? Like, I don't, don't want to talk about it, man. That fucking song. That, like bro yeah
4: but when him and Alchemist get together it's it's, it's so different it's just it's not
1: it's
4: it's it's, it's terrible actually that's what i'm talking about, about. like on super it's really Techno out.
1: boat that's what i'm talking about 300 fences like fam like that whole i still i'm still that whole sure story like,
4: 2019 boldy Raps. that i'm still like it's like it's like reading books you know what i mean like I'm i
1: got to like, go back and listen to um, um price help. price of the price of tea in China. i got price i got to
4: man look i have to revisit it start man Cause the E P they put the E P. they put out before that, uh I forget yo, with summer nights on it and like yeah, him and Alchemist is like really out of pocket. Like they is is they 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 up there with him and Freddie. You know, I mean you get the same producer, but I just think, you know, the, the catalog, you know yeah. what I mean, is definitely equal. So my number two. Um, my number one rapper of twenty twenty one. I mean, it's probably going to be unexpected, but I'm not sure. Um, I guess we kind of build a story here on Self-Control Podcast when we think about other shows that we uh, refer to certain people and things like that. But in the art of rap and in the sport of rap, and then the, uh, I guess you can say the job of, of rap or the job of making music. Someone to me that displayed this freezily in 2021 is not your average recording artist. Um, by day, uh, they, they are a battle rapper. Um, by night, they are a recording artist and a, and a great live performer. My number one rapper for 2021 is none other than Super Surf. To put out an
1: album... I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming, but I'm not mad at that.
4: My number one rapper of 2021. What I've seen and what I've listened to on Spotify, And not only.
2: Make sure you kill me was
1: was twenty twenty one. Was make sure you kill me twenty. Was make sure you kill me twenty twenty one. Or was that twenty twenty?
4: I believe that was like right at the tail end of twenty twenty.
1: Make sure you kill me is crazy. That's but
4: I feel like until further notice.
1: Oh my god! Until (sighs) further. I
4: just feel like it's 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 again. It's just like
2: it's an unfair album.
4: Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? I really feel like now. Like I want to mention somebody else right now. He's not on my list. He didn't make a list. He. If we would have did a list last year, he probably would have been number one or two on my list last year. But Benny the Butcher. Um, I really feel like
1: I'm ready for his return.
4: Right. I really feel like with him. I, 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 I was listening to Tanner Talk Four. I mean, excuse me. Wow. I wish I was. Who am I? James Harden or Kevin Durant? <laughs> um, I wish I was. Uh, I I I, I, I was listening to Tanner Talk Three. And then immediately right after that, like, I went to Burton and proof, And, like, yeah, them two albums, man, just got, like, a certain... uh, Just a level of production and just, like, a balance of, like... Just, you know, like, street stories, but also, like, somebody's family being, like, referred to, like, you know, you hear about Sue Serve's grandmom a lot. Like, a lot on Benny albums, you hear about, like, his mom. And, like, you do know what I'm saying? Then you hear about, like, his daughters and stuff like that. Like, and I feel like this... uh until further notice album kind of fits into like that like category of rap albums that we kinda of heard in twenty and like, you know, nineteen, twenty twenty one, kinda of going with the boldy, kinda of going with the rhapsody. Um you dig what I'm saying. Um but what I've seen out of this person, like live on stage, uh, Summer Madness. I mean you know, even on this podcast last year, like we were giving Surf a lot of hell for his performance against um luck. Love- and, you know, all of that. And didn't know what was going to be a Surf's career. We knew what the fuck was going on, like, album-wise and recording-wise. You dig what I'm saying? Um, but as far as, like, this particular sport goes and as far as, like, legacy goes and shit like that, like, I didn't I didn't see this coming at all. So what I've seen on these stages at Summer Madness, and Summer Summer Madness was like, okay, what the, what's going on here? Like, when he went over to rock and dabbed him up and all of that, it's like, what is going on? Then he gets up there against Kyle. Kyle come out. I was hyping shit for Kyle. He started rapping his WWF song. You know what I mean? He started holding his concert like it was an RBE, uh, max out event. You know what I mean? Smack kind of had an issue with that. And then Surf comes out and just takes the whole weight. You know what I mean? Like, and all this crazy shit. My dog made me do it, son of Sam. The nigga veins popping out his head. It's like, yo, this, this nigga really the devil grandson. You dig what I'm saying? Then he get up there against his cousin. You know what I mean? And, I, and it's funny because, like, I'm glad how he really don't keep their relationship as far as, like, like, like it's not referred to a lot, but, like, he he just, he chastised the shit out of him. And as far as that second round, I mean, like, yeah, this gun title shit is different. Rock second round against Twerk was, like, crazy. Surf's second round against Twerk is just, like, yo, like, they are abusing this man, bro. Like, this shit is crazy. But I think when we think about, like, analysts, too, right? Like, thinking about, like, how he, like, is, like, this analyst. It kind of reminds me somewhat of uh, the boxer who just lost, like, his last two matches and is about to retire. First, he fought, I think, uh, Porter. That's his name, Sean Porter. I think he fought Errol Spence, and he recently just got beat by somebody else. But Surf kind of was reminding me of that, and I was making some Surf-Sean Porter references last year on the podcast, too. But he's getting these Ws, man. I think that, like, when you're rapping in these four-bar build-ups, and each bar is, like, it's not even, like, jabs. Like, like, he's just, like, dumping on this nigga, man, like, I'm thinking about twerk. I'm referring to twerk when I'm saying that in my head, but I yeah, just just, just what we see like rap wise. Like if this shit was like on the corner in like ninety eight or some shit like that. He's like, like with that, Surf that
2: when you see Surf.
1: When you see Surf Man, it's just like he figured it out. It's like he he's he's figured it out. I
4: feel like he sold his soul again, bro. This nigga's of his mother. This nigga, <laughs>
1: no,
4: man. I
2: don't know.
3: More,
2: bro. All right, let's go. It's album time, baby. Let's go, Low. Album's time. So,
4: I mean, I guess you could say it is an honorable mention. I mentioned Vince. You know what I mean? Vince had a self title. I'm for all into the purposes. I'm going to just say that that's honorable mention. Um, but we kind of, you know, brushed over the album. Um, I think that is definitely, you know, a, a short, compact listen. Um, I wanted to give I, – I wish we'd have got a bit more. I ain't going to hold you out of the self title, But, you know what I mean? Like, Vince did Vin's been rapping his ass off for ten years too, and a lot of people forget that. So
3: yeah,
4: he definitely deserved that. Shout out uh, on mine for honorable mention. I think I want to double my number five if that's cool, since it's a side A and side B.
2: Okay.
4: And we know what that is. We want. We we we, we 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 is any other side A side B come out this year? I'm trying
2: to think. And anyway. right. Fresh my
4: memory. I heard some gun sounds earlier when I was talking about Boldy. Um, was that Rito? He's making he's making the. Uh, boo
2: boo 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 boo. Oh Bro, okay, okay okay
1: okay. So fly want. guy fly guy. Okay fly guy. Okay <laughs> my bad. Oh, it's so, so much. That it's, it's, it's
4: so much shit that comes out. Gun is like the like underground like like east coast boom back Kanye like when he dropped an album he'd be looking for the features you would be looking for you know the shit he might be talking about you dig know what I'm saying like this Hermes 8 side A side B really gave me a lot of uh, supreme blind tell mm. vibe. and you know supreme blind tell is uh, the substitute name for that album cause I mean you know he really loves Ghostface and you know he's also a dom move so that's that so that's why the B is there um I just I just put bees in front of control sometimes because it's funny and it's a joke. And, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. people from where I'm from use bees because of our the name of the street. But however, that's the thing behind that. But, you know, some blind, uh, uh, blind tell that is actually was called Chris Benoit. Um, for, for those that didn't know that um, this particular album series is called Hitler Wears Hermes. Um, and this is the eighth installment of that project. We have Brother Rashid. Brother A. A. Rashid, world renowned five percenter. Um, you know, do his, you know, intro, right, addressing the world's issues. Cause that's what this series is about, right? Um everybody, you know, you know, the, the, you know, people get in the bags today. It's a lot of influencers, it's a lot of this, it's a lot of that. But there are also can be a lot of evil decisions uh made by people in high places. Um, you know, that affects people uh in the prison system. So that's, you know, and possibly coming out of that and possibly becoming a, a, a Hitler that wears her measure yourself is, is is definitely a thing that happens. So um, if nobody never knew the breakdown of that of the album title, that's the album title. A lot of people, and you know, a lot of people had issues with it. Right. And a lot of people talk about like why West Side Gun hasn't been on television with wrestling and all of that. And I was having a conversation with one of my old heads. And he was like, you know why they don't fuck with West Side Gun? I was like, why not? And he was like, because of the Crispin Wild Hitler shit. I said, oh, shit. You dig what I'm saying? Cause he do got the pictures of Chris Benoit with the third eye, mm-hmm. pictures. You know what I mean? Like in Hitler with the third eye and shit like that. With the, he know, he the got the painting
0: in his crib too. Right. The, the the
4: Hitler's dead newspaper from the Stars and Stripes. That's the thing. Like the Stars and Stripes newspaper that was done by the U.S. Army that they put out one the day that Hitler died. Like having like, in the artwork and shit he into and shit like that. Like, and I'm like, yo, that's a good ass point. I'm like, that's a good ass point, man. But, hey, like I said, it's it's it's, it's is the underground, right? And when you're trying yes. to cater to a certain, you know what I mean? But I just think that, you know, to get into the music, to get into the music, you know, um, these features, you dig what I'm saying? Like, on Side A, you get a whole lot of Stove God. You dig what I'm saying? A whole lot of Stove God. Um, you get some Rome Streets on this. You get some mock Hami. You dig what I'm saying? Kind of back into his, like, you know, boom, back pocket on, uh, you know, Margella Split Toes. And, uh, yeah, man, but then we get the side B a few weeks later, or about a week later, and we get a few, you know, we get a few more Stove God. We get a jail Electronica verse on that free cutter, man. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, then we get that Ulster tag, some more Stove God. Mm. Um, by the way, I'm sorry, uh, Rito, we, we get a we get a Jada verse on that side A with Stove God, too, right now. I think yeah, there we go. We get some more Boldy. We get some fucking... Uh, we get some Sauce Walker. But, you know what I mean? Again, Naj, what's well, to both of y'all points, man? That fly that couldn't fly, fly straight. That Tyler verse. Man. Better take your eyes out. You know what I mean? like that. Listen, man. The fact time. that somebody Tyler. works with
1: Sauce Walker... So the fact that somebody works with Sauce Walker... Like, I love it, man. I love... I don't know why I like Sauce Walker, but I love Sauce Walker, man. That dude is...
4: It's little Paul it's black it's black Paul Wall right there, man. Um
1: A girl like you yeah, I used really to that, a girl like you talk to Atlanta put me on sauce walking. Yeah. But Shout out Alicia. Yeah,
4: let me let me slide down this list uh, a bit more. Um number four is Houses is Burning, Isaiah Rashad. Um I think definitely probably uh the I, see, this is the thing, Isaiah Rashad's career so far, it's been one of them, right? So we talk about currency, like, when we going to get the next album, we don't ever have to worry about that. But Isaiah Rashad is signed to TDE. Um, yes. We all, all know what that conversation is like. Um, you know, shout out to Daylight, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and all that. Um, but yeah, Houses Burning, I think, is uh, Isaiah's most important project to date. I'm loving the video anthology, I'm loving the features. Loving the remixes, we loving the deluxe. Um so that's my number four. My number three is Pray for Haiti makami Pray for Haiti My is number three. He was mentioned on my top five list. Um again, one of those uh newer, I think, vibes and rap where we're getting kinda like, you know, it's people like WizKid and Timbs, right, who are making like a you know, kinda like this New Wave dance hall, and like this like, you know, like underwater dance type sound. Um, but then you got like my comedy that kinda has like this like Wyclef Cardinal official type vibe to him, you dig what I'm saying? Geruda, damager, um, and being Haitian, you know what I mean, rapping in Creole in and out of that pocket. Um, it's some it's some new shit. Um, that I think we needed for a long time. That like, you know, a lot of major labels a lot of cathens. Like I said, the cat don't have an Instagram or Twitter and all of that. So I'm I'm just digging his whole brand or anti brand, if you will. Um, number two album of twenty twenty one is Melodic Blue, Baby Keen. Um, I think that this, you know, artist, you know, what I mean, could have probably made the top five rappers look, but I think Baby Keen is such an eclectic artist. Um, and I don't want to do the thing where I'm not calling him a rapper, because he is. Um, but you know, just his level of production, um, and just you can you can hear like him getting better like each project. Because um, I think like, you know, the Dive my B project was like more of that internet like introduction project, but this is actually like you know, it's it's like that section eighty to, you know, good kid, Mad City type feel. Um, and I definitely think that like you know, I'm real excited about this P G Lang shit, man. I you know, I definitely wanna, you know, still see what's going on at T D and shit like that. I definitely need a new schoolboy Q project. And he mm. definitely he definitely had a crazy stream on Twitch earlier this year where he was playing some stuff from his new album, um, and that's and that's that's still on YouTube too. He did, he never took it down, or no, you know it, it never got taken down because he said he probably would have it taken down if it makes you too. But long story short, I'm definitely excited for Baby King, PG, Lang, seeing what else Kendrick does too. Um, and my number one album for this year is probably Unexpected. I think that this album is a masterpiece. This is considered to be this artist's second album, studio album. Um, and I think that uh, when we think about music in um, this particular genre expanding, especially when we think about like people calling people mumble rappers and, you know, track can only go but so far. Um, Young Thug Punk is my number one album of 2021.
2: They said it's his second album?
4: They're calling this his second major label, label album.
2: So what was So Much Fun?
4: So Much Fun, I guess, is considered a mixtape based on, I guess, legalities with streaming. I'm not sure. But in that Rolling Stone article, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to go back and refer to that now. That's that's what they referred to it as. And then you think about, I guess like, because I think the work is there. You know what I mean? Like Thug been putting shit out, but it's like, it's been like, you know, fucking uh, the YSL shit and all of that. I consider so much fun to be an album. He put out. So Jeffrey
2: is an album either. They,
4: they they were basically referring to this and Jeffrey, as saying like these are like his two albums.
1: I so Barter so Bar- so Bar- so Bar- 6 isn't an album?
4: i consider Barter 6 to be an album, but Barter 6 is a mixtape.
3: Uh.
4: Young Thug is, like, one of the artists that has, like, this, like, weird, like, nuance with his artistry, with like, when his projects drop, like, is it a mixtape, is it an album? Like, he, because, like, when he dropped, it kind of was just, like, that's when, like, the streaming thing seemed like it was about to, like, Be on some shit because SoundCloud was kind of, you know, and then it's like, you know, like Barter Six that was like that, you know, that was on like the iTunes for a while. So it, yeah, he's been interesting. I think it's been because of his deals. He was signed to the 300 Lior thing. Like, I think it's, I think it's some like legality shit, but I, you know.
1: I'm gonna say this, man. Um, and this is a a take (laughs) of how I feel about Young Thug. I love Young Thug. I think he's a great artist. Um, it took a lot of like, uh, you know, controversy where or whatever to get to where he got, but he's kind of like shot. You know, he doesn't need the controversy anymore to stand on it now, and only and that always reminded me of a person that I've seen before. So I say this that the, and the people love
2: this person. They look at him as like that dude. I look at Young Thug. Like mankind, Mick Foley. Oh. He's the mankind, Mick Foley rap. Like, uh, where
1: I like that. people just used to know Mick or mankind just for like being thrown off the the roof of the hell of a cell. He had to make more bangers. He had to, like like like
2: yo like uh, like as if he didn't already have bangers before that. I'm just saying like yo like. Being thrown off Hell in a Cell was. Check? No. That was Young Thug's dress. The whole dress shit.
3: Hmm.
4: Exactly. Because you take a risk. You take such a crazy risk. You do some shit that's never been done. Take all the hits for it. And that shit got replay volume.
1: Yeah, so you thought well, so you thought like, like that's all he was gonna do. That was all he was. The guy was wore the dress. He took all the hits for that. For niggas now to be doing this shit and
2: people don't think half away about it. He took all the hits, and now look at you look at
1: Young Thug now. Like I don't even see a grill sometimes in Young Thug mouth no more. Like, like. Young Thug is, like, actually, like, what people might consider normal. Like, he just be chilling.
4: Yeah, that that Breakfast Club interview.
1: Like, he really just be chilling. Do, and, like, but... and that's all he likes to do. Chill and buy shit for gunner. <laughs> no, oh, and buy shit for his friends. Like, he loves buying shit for his friends. Like, that oh, chain, he bought fucking Rowdy Rebel when he got out. Oh, yeah. And when he got for Shmurda? Oh, yeah. Like, listen. Like, Respect. Respect to that man. Alright, so that was your top five. Here's my top five albums. Uh, I don't
2: have... uh, I can't think of any... There's a lot of albums that could have been
1: honorable mention. But this is my top five. Top five is... uh, Number five is House Is Burning by Isaiah Rashad. I love this album a lot. I really love... I, I love Isaiah Rashad, man. He's such a great artist. He's such a great rapper, man. Isaiah Rashad is just that dude, man. Um, and I think a lot of people got it, finally got it listening to this album. As before, as when they try to listen to uh, The Sun's tirade and when you listen to his other album, I feel like people finally got it with this one. Um, so, yeah, he's my number five. Number four is J. Cole's Off Season. It's just a stellar piece of work, man. It's, it's J. Cole, but it's just a stellar piece of work. Um, number three is Collection Agency from Currency. It's Currency and Harry Fraud, man. What, what you expect, what you want. like It's just... Listen to Jabane Dupree, man. Listen to that song. It's a great album. Uh, number two... Uh, it could be Flip Flop, but for me it's a great album. Number two... Is the fraud department Jim Jones and Harry Fraud? Oh man, just a great look. Listen, Jim Jones is at a great 2021, man, and I can't wait to see what he's gonna do for 2022. Just a great album, and my number one album is Tyler, come when you get lost. Good, list. I just I just love that album. I just love Calm When You Get Lost, man. I love Calm When You Get Lost, bro. That's just a, a stellar album. Like, they're gonna try to say this is a mixtape, but... <clears throat> this is a great album. Um, From the first track on down, man. So, yeah. That was my... Uh, that's my list. House Is Burning off season collection agency fraud department call me if you come if you get lost
4: listen man how about so that so that Ball to Lair on that tyler album shout out the conductor and you know the Griselda and you know gun for uh cause, you know that's michael irvin right on fly god too yeah yeah man that beat is fucking crazy man fly god 2 is crazy like buff versus wires oh my god don't even you got bubba chuck yeah, you know I mean, name. I mean, character. I love
2: Michael
1: Irvin. I love Jose Canseco. Like,
4: stove god, stove god, man.
1: Just tell him everything is cat.
4: But that's the thing, the mixtape thing, right? I wanted to touch on something real quick. I got you know because of the Gangsta Grills thing.
2: Yeah.
4: And you know, kind of they had that thing on uh, side B where like basically side B basically became a uh, trapaholics. Uh huh. You know, what I mean, I'm 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 liking that. I'm liking the old mixtape tags. You know, what I mean, being heard on albums. That's that's you like preserve the culture, man.
1: It was good to hear drama. drama. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's always good to hear drama drops. I mean, and it was so refreshing to hear him over Tyler.
3: Yeah,
1: I didn't. I didn't. Okay, when I heard him all over. Well, when I heard the intro for, um, well, you know, fuck next week, you know, for uh, Hitler Seven. That was a kind of a cool intro for to hear drama on because I hadn't heard drama in a while. And that's one of my favorite intros of the past couple of years. Fuck next week. Or whatever. But I, I, they try I I don't know. It was just a good it was just a good one. It was just good to hear drama over Westside and you don't hear drama for a while, then you finally hear him again over these beats, these type of beats, and you're just like, man. And plus, yo... I don't know why people aren't talking about "What's Your Name" a lot more. "What's Your Name" is a beautiful fucking song, and I ho- did we say we did the Grammy nominations. Was "What's Your Name" nominated? Uh, oh, yeah.
2: If "What's Your Name" not, not I want Young Boy. I don't, I don't know NBA, if it is. I want NBA young Boy to get a Grammy. Yo, I
4: w- imagine that speech.
2: He's
1: not gonna make a speech. But he's probably gonna Bucky, go up there with pussy the with,
0: asshole with, for one. With,
1: with his, uh, he's probably gonna go up there with his stink face paint, though. <laughs> yeah. But that's a different show. All right, Rito. All
0: right, so my honorable mention it's not an album per se, it's probably a re release. But, uh, the Metallica Blacklist, man. So mm. many covers. Mm. Such a solid, like, It's considered a playlist slash album. It came out at a time where... It actually came out the same night when uh, SmackDown was in MSG. Y'all remember that night? Everybody was watching. And the crazy part, I was in the group chat talking about the album and SmackDown at the same time. So that's how much of a good uh, album it was. My number five is uh, Logic's Bobby Tarantino 3. Now, there's a difference you get when you have album Logic in mixtape logic this one truly felt like an album it was one of my favorite projects from logic in recent memories solid 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 album my next one was an album that i feel like not enough people talked about like the hype was there but i feel like the old heads was feeling it in the old souls but a night with silk sonic solid album it's one of my favorite albums you, know, you got smoking out the window 777 after last night especially with thundercat featuring on it i mm-hmm. mean Listen, people don't talk about Thundercat enough on Twitter, I'm, and I'm not liking it. Um, number
4: three, they, they yeah, go ahead.
0: So, mm. what were you gonna say about Thundercat? You absolutely
4: right, but like Thund, Thundercat is like again, man, acquired taste.
0: Listen, acquired I always taste. post, it's... I post the video. Of, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, my number three and one album we talked about and it was on everyone's list is "Call Me If You Get Lost." You know, like you guys touched hearing DJ Drama and you know it, it was revitalizing, revitaling the feeling. Like it was just bringing it back. Um,
2: Definitely. My number,
0: my number two, which might be shocking to some, maybe not shocking to others. But dog, this album I listened to 183 times, and that's Planet Earth.
2: Is it number one or is it number two?
0: That's my number two.
1: Oh, wow. I mean, 183 times. I thought it was number one.
0: Listen, need to know. Don't do drugs. you write Options with the JID feature. Dog, like, I've fallen asleep to this album. Doja's in my dreams. She's in my life. She's my everything.
2: <laughs> okay. I love it. you. We got this. Is uh, really good. <laughs>
1: just turns to a confessional.
4: Bro, she said I'm gonna drop a double album. I'm gonna have Knife Wonder and uh, who she say? I want. She said she want Knife Wonder and somebody else produced it. The Alchemist, oh, somebody, bro. I don't know who. who those. Who do. <clears throat> she about Listen, man. Hillbill music.
1: Listen, man. Um, Knife Wonder did a remix
2: for Juicy. Hold up. Hold up.
3: I got it somewhere. I have it. Where
1: is it? Where is it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. When I was in Rio...
1: They don't I, fuck I, with a girl from empanema.
4: I literally visited the bar. It was literally around the corner from the hotel I was in. I visited the bar that that song was written
2: at. Oh, that's dope. Are you ready?
4: The, the literal name of my hotel was The Soul Ipanema. And yeah, like it's like that section of like... East Rio is, like, you know, on Copacabana Beach, they, you know what I mean? That's just, like, that's, like, the the Empanema Inn or whatever. And, uh, yeah, they, like, and, like, they they sing the song, like, at, like, 12 a.m., like, every fucking, like, every day, like, like, the patrons at a bar. But they sing it in Portuguese, like, the original version, so it it's, sounds sounds amazing. Okay. Some something, something life for the self-control. That was, I feel that. That was dope. I should have fucking took a video. I never did that shit. I'm (laughs)
3: like.
1: Alright, that was uh what Ninth Wonder did to Juicy. Ooh, and I, he was and he was like, Yo Doja holla at me for the remix. And they never dropped the remix. Like, listen man. And where he was blending the Miss Fat booty ass so fat that you can see it listen. That remix was I was I used to listen to that like just that the the hook for like days because that shit was so raw. If she's really doing that with uh, Ninth Wonder and I forgot who else she said,
2: yeah.
0: I'm I'm with it. And my number one, which is no surprise to some, and we've talked about it on the pod, but House is Burning, Isaiah Rashad is my number one. You know, you got Rest in Peace Young on it. You got Lay with you. You got Claymore, True Story. Like, this is the best work I've heard from Isaiah Rashad since probably Sylvia Demo, honestly. Like, this was... When I, I love Sylvia Demo. Him. Exactly. Like, when I first heard that, I was like, what is this? this? And it was just, you know, there was a time where, when Kendrick was gone, you had to find someone else in TD to listen to, just just to give yourself that little bit of taste, you know, and then House of mm-hmm. Vernon dropped in. Man, listen. Is one of my favorite songs of 2021.
1: Bro, Lay With You is what actually we use lay with you as an intro song for one of the episodes. Um, yo,
2: man. The first time I heard rest in peace, Kevin Miller. I don't know what I was doing, but I just like, it made me get up and I was like, yo, what is this? I think we just ran out
1: like, yo, what is like, what is this? And so I was like, yeah, um, some new dude from TDE. And I was like, where's this nigga from? And he's probably from the West. He was like, like, nah, he's from down South. And I was talking, like, alright, now, if I die today, at least my legacy is straight. I'm the best you've never heard. I'm the cousin, you relate. I need diamond teeth even
2: like it's 1998. Back when Percy was the king, back when Juvie was the great. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Boy,
1: bro, we,
2: you listen to, to West Savannah
1: with SZA. Listen, it was it was like a second
0: coming. of I don't put so
1: many girls on West Savannah. Like it's not even it's not even funny. I don't put West like, Savannah on so many. Like, come on, man. I don't. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad we all bonded over Houses Burning. I'm glad we all like we we had that on our list. Well,
0: you you know what you said Wet Savannah,
1: right? Wet what, what Savannah, the song he did with Sizzle off Sylvia demo.
0: Wait, you said Wet or West?
1: West, after the oh, okay. after after the um Nowcast song. Oh,
0: okay. I, I was I
1: was i a nasty I you... boy. You're a nasty <laughs> boy. You know. You know you nasty. <laughs>
0: Well, no, because wet wet, wet savanna means
1: wet blanket or wet comforter. You know that's Listen, Spanish, look behind body. you. Look behind you on that dresser. That's the nasty award right there, right? Just for you, just just right there, second one. Two times. Call, call me the Cody
0: of the nasty award. I'm gonna go for three
1: of them things. Goodness gracious, Brito. That man right there, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's the
4: head, three of them things.
1: Shout out Isaiah shop, man. So we on shows now? Okay, let's do it. Let's go, Rito. All
0: right, my number five, which is no surprise to many, it was a show that was one of it was one of the best shows of twenty twenty one, and it was uh, <laughs> Squid Game. Squid okay. Game was one of those shows where it was just like, yo, like solid show. It fucked with you. I can't wait to see what they do with the second one. The fourth one for my Marvel heads, and I'm gonna say an honorable mention as well with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, just because they had so much story to tell. But uh, Loki, that show fucked with my head. Okay. That well, was one of those. That was one of those shows when I watched that I was just like, Yo, they really doing this? We really getting that? Number three, uh, some people didn't like it. I liked it because it filled the void, and honestly, I thought it was gonna be like Atlanta, but it was actually its own thing, and, you know, people have their choices and preferences on it, but Dave, Dave is my number three.
2: Okay. And, uh, you know, funny show.
0: I, know, I don't know Donald
2: Glover like
0: that, but okay. I, 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 listen, that won't be my show 2022. Um, and my number two, one show that I feel like not a lot of people on Twitter talk about, it was a show that it's an anthology series, but uh, the second season came out, I believe in May. It's a good watch if you have an afternoon. Love, Death, and Robots. Okay, it is one of those shows where it fucks with your head. It's akin to Black Mirror, but animated. It's solid show. And then my number one. I love the comic book it was based on. Um, I'm actually collecting the originals and getting the omnibus. But Invincible. I feel like everybody on Twitter fell in love with Invincible, and it was just one of those shows where. There was a meme about it, there was a clip about it, and people still fuck with it, I can't wait till the second season, Seth Rogen's a producer on one of the shows as well as The Boys, and, you know, they they know what they're doing over there at Amazon, but Invincible is my number one show in 2021.
1: I haven't seen an episode of Invincible.
0: Oh, bro, you're in for a surprise. I
2: don't yeah, think I, I want to.
4: I, I, I got it started as well, man. I've been hearing a lot of good things, but I've been
2: lunching.
1: Oh. For sure. I don't, I don't oh, think I want to. Totally. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it was like when somebody told me about the boys. They were like, yo, you should definitely watch it. I was like, I definitely don't want to watch it now. <laughs> 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 it killed it.
4: Amazon got some shit, man. They got the Hunters with Al Pacino. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, Amazon. Yo, man, they shouldn't
1: have canceled my show. um, final, um, deadly, deadly class, man. That show was, oh,
0: was Yo, yo,
1: yo Daily Cloud's my shit <laughs> and I got a crush and I, I had a serious crush on um the girl who was in the she got a Netflix movie or whatever, but Lana Condor. Lana Condor. Yo, she's sexy as hell. Alright, All right, so bro. my so my shows Dodge,
0: hold on. I'm gonna take a moment in this time. Okay. I fucking love Deadly Class whenever it came on after Raw. Like, yo, you just became my new best friend, bro.
1: Yeah, Deadly yeah, daily Class is about that, yo. Alright. Here's my shows. Top five shows. Number one... not number one. Number five, for me... Um, I'm talking about this show a lot. Um, we actually were talking about the last episode. Um, it's written... The movie was written, it came out a long time ago. It came out a couple years ago. Um stars decided to make it into a show. Um, Daveed Diggs and um Raphael Casal are writers and um uh, producers. Um Rafael Casal is the showrunner, he also stars in the show as Miles. Um it's a I tell everybody it's an excellent movie to watch. It's an excellent show to watch. If you love the bay, if you want something that really just accentuates you wanna know what the Bay is, watch the movie and watch the show Blind Spotting. Like it's such an excellent show, and that looks like a lot of good weed that was in that bottle um also uh
3: also, yeah yeah
1: yeah, um number four is is Hawkeye um Hawkeye was just that show, yo, it was just a great show. I fucked with it, man, um, I'm not gonna tell people to because i not too many people have seen it yet, so. I ain't gonna like waste spoilers and shit like that, so just watch it. It's a great show. Jeremy Renner, yo. He's that nigga, yo. He's that dude. Because you're gonna hear that's the damn again. Um number three was power raising Caden, yo. Fifty.
2: It's fifty. It's fifty. It's fifty, man. Yeah, it's fifty, man. Um
1: number two, you know what? It was gonna. It it did make it until like I finally realized like I was bugging. So it's like my um, honorable mention. Honorable mention is the game reboot. They rebooted the show or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, on Paramount Network. It's a listen, man. What you think? Whatever you saw from the game on UPN and um, well, CW, CW, CWBT. Yo, we don't talk about the the game on BET, man, because that was like a terrible shit. Anyways, even though we got to see Lauren London. um, Yeah. So, it's definitely a great uh, reboot. They're doing it. The, they talk about a lot of great topics about football and about life, about mental health. Um, so, definitely watch that. But, my number two show, man, again, 50, BMF. There we go. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you know shout out to BMF shout out to little Meach shout out to Big Meach, you know all them boys man like, yo like it's it's a great it's a great TV show man It just like Power Raising Canyon man it's just great T- fifty knows what's going on right now man fifty knows what's going on um and my number one show like I said you heard the name before in the list Jeremy Renner my number one show right now is Bear Kingstown also on Paramount network putting in the listen Jeremy Renner, um my guy from Friday Night Lights whatever i see my dude from Friday Night Lights the coach what's his name um coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights have you, have you seen the oh,
4: show oh yeah, yeah 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 what's his name yeah that yeah the brother
1: no i'm talking like the, uh, no 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 i'm talking about the white um the coach Right, night. but like, he was
4: the brother of Jeremy Renner and in, in yes, Yeah, there, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, man, yeah.
1: He, whenever I see him in a show or in a movie, I like, oh, this is gonna be good.
4: Yeah, he, he, yeah, he get down.
1: He get down, like great. Wasn't he in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, or was that
2: John Hamm? He was.
0: Yeah, he was one of the the officers,
4: Kyle Chandler.
2: Kyle Chandler. Yeah, yeah,
4: he, yeah that That yeah, he was one of the he was one of the most dedicated feds. I've ever seen, man, in, in, in the show. Yeah, he was in Bloodline. Yeah.
1: Kyle Chandler, whenever I see Kyle Chandler in a show or in a movie, I'm like, oh, this is about to be good. Yeah. This is about I mean, to be good. Fuck with it. Yeah, I fuck with Kyle Chandler. And I'm telling you, listen, um, you learn a lot about the prison system. You learn... Like, this show, man, like... It, it's, it's like Night and Day with Jeremy Renner. Because you look on one show... And he's just, like, doing a lot of, like, backhanded shit. And he thinks he's doing the right thing or whatever. Yeah. And he's, he's got to do so much shit. But then you see Hawkeye. And it's just, like, how the fuck did he manage to do all this shit? Like, how are you Hawkeye and this nigga at the same time?
0: And he sings. And he sings,
1: too. Yeah. Yeah, and he's singing out here in these streets, man. Um. Yeah, bro. Listen, y'all. I, this was my one of my you know need to know's but definitely watch mm-hmm. Mayor Kingstown, you know. Watch it. So good. So good,
2: dog. Alright, low. Top five shows. That you, All that right. you so have I I do
4: have I do have an honorable. Okay. I have an honorable Abbott Elementary, starring Philadelphia's own, West Philadelphia's own. Quinta Brunson, um formerly of Black Lady Sketch Show. Um, had to leave Black Lady Sketch Show uh, to ink and in, in, in inked a deal with ABC and uh, Disney. And yeah, it's a dope show so far. I give an honorable mention because it's only one episode of the show out thus far.
1: I know the homie from everybody. He's Chris is on there.
4: Exactly. Tyler James.
1: Jay Williams.
4: Yeah, there we go. Who also was in episode of uh, Black Lady Sketch Show season one the Romeo and Juliet party skit. Um, you know, what I mean, Quinta and Tyler <laughs> definitely has some chemistry on that. And, you know, they definitely, you know, what I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing how they sort builds on this show. But it's just dope to see a show with uh classrooms full of black children. Um, this whole school was, you know, full of black kids and the type of teachers that's in the school. Like, they definitely matched the profile of those uh particular teachers within our beloved Philadelphia school district. So Quinta is definitely an expert. Um on the you know social uh political things that take place in our city and how to put that on television um with the creation of the show it definitely borrowed from the office It's definitely mockumentary documentary comedy style one camera sneak this person off to do a confessional really quick um so yes yeah, just real dope dope so it definitely had to make my honorable mention right uh, dope first episode to dope pilot my number five show um is 50 man bmf probably the most impactful. I think this year, out of the 50 Cent slash Power Universe, Kanan is that shit, Ghost right now was fucking popping. Um, I think they're on a break this week. Um, and yeah, man, yeah. Just Impact and just all of the all of the other places where we're seeing talk about Detroit, talk about Meech, um, talk about T, uh, Lil Meech himself, you know, playing his dad, um, and just everybody just giving it all in this show. Russell Hornsby, you know what I mean? Um, the
2: Wood just, bro-
1: the the Harris brothers,
4: the Harris brothers, man, we finally get the Harris brothers and shit. I mean, I mean, shout out to Fifty Two, man, we finally got the Mary J M. Method Man. You dig what I'm saying? And Ghosts a couple weeks ago, but you know what I mean. For all intents purposes, for this listen, for acting, uh, the Harris brothers, man, definitely that was that that was definitely long awaited as well, and I'm glad we got that. Um, and yeah, man, just on the TL and just you, you know, we we already know what's going on, man. Like BMF. Probably the Greatest Story, you know what I mean? Or, you know, the the one story in hip-hop that people, like, just obsess over. You dig what I'm saying? So this shit coming to the small screen was important for people. Um, Number four, um, the finale comes on uh, tonight as we're recording this. Um, Insecure um, had to make it into this list for me because Insecure is in its last season. Again, another impactful show uh, to many people on social media. Many people in just the world of uh, current pop culture. And you know, rooting for people that's black and black things drawing, right? Um, and Issa has been, I think, a leader in just that whole culture. You know, what I mean, just in general, because we got things going on in wrestling, we got things going on in you know sports like tennis and F1, uh, racing. Um, but we think about like acting and what shows are on representation. There's been a whole lot of movement and things like that going on. I think Issa has been, uh, you know, definitely one of the flag bearers in that. So insecure definitely had to make my list. Um, I wish they would have unfolded some other things that we just discovered in the episode before the finale early on in the season. Um, but I just think that, again, Issa is another one that's working on those newer projects. Uh, we're just in a movie with uh, Darius. I believe that was 2020, if I'm not mistaken. The photograph, that was a
1: great movie. You dig what I'm
4: saying. So, like, a lot going on with Issa's. Um But yeah, this season, I think, definitely was dope. You know what I mean? Shout out to the homie that's playing Sean. I forget homie's name. Is it Kofi? Or you Kofi, yeah. Ladies, definitely, I'm sure they know. Kofi. Yeah. Uh, just a, you know what I mean? It's a good season. Real nice, cute season. You know what I mean? So they definitely had to make this list. Um, number four, number three for me this year, excuse me, is, you know what I mean? My particular uh, Marvel favorite this year, man, WandaVision.
2: Um, oh,
4: wow. How did that. I... People weren't that crazy when it first came out. I don't know how you felt, Rita. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we ever discussed WandaVision. I loved
1: it. I loved it. I love WandaVision. I loved it. I, I, don't, I don't even know how I could forget WandaVision. Like, fuck. WandaVision was
4: just that shit. That, for me, it was a breath of fresh air for the MCU. I know a lot of people wasn't big fans of the uh the new way to do shows or borrowing, right? Borrowing from things that already exist. Right? Um, so yeah. People do that. It's something that happens in a real world. Disney does it, Marvel did it. They Marvel I I mean, fuck. Remember Marvel did that shit with the album covers? Didn't they use De La Soul? I think Teen Titans did, too. Some shit like that. Anyway, let's move on. Shout out to our boys. Episode 100 coming at y'all this week. BGW, love y'all boys. But to get into this number three pick, line division, man, it was just... The breath of fresh air for me, For you know what I mean? like We always see the fight scenes. We always see, you know what I mean, like these big revelations, which we got in this show. But, you know what I mean, I think that we got, got a dope payoff, and we're going to see more in the multiverse. Not, excuse me. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, the multiverse versus Madness. Multiverse of Madness, the yep. Madness, yep. The new Doctor yeah. Strange flick, which was supposed to come out in March, we got pushed back to May, I believe. Um, so yeah, man, and that you know I'm sure some stuff is spilling out of that from No Way Home, which I still have yet to see. Shout out for Rito, to Rito
1: for running. You that already marathon. watched it six.
4: Yeah, I mean six got. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, man, keeping it going real quick. Uh, some more HBO work. Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown is my number two pick for this year uh winslet man winslet does it again um i don't know if it's going to be a season two this might be one of them season one shows just like how lovecraft country was
0: um
3: mm-hmm.
4: bear east town t- takes place in uh east town pennsylvania right outside of, of philadelphia um our beloved county folks up there um and yeah man just uh a story of just uh pain and hurt and family and it's so ugly that the show the show was so ugly it's beautiful man just the way they they do it
2: man. So the ugly. crazy
4: crazy white pennsylvanian shit definitely made for some good television uh and kate winslet you know playing a woman from pennsylvania you know and being a woman from you know what i mean across the pond it was you know very impressive you know what i mean some of these women have been my principals they've been my teachers uh and to see you know Kate Winslet do that so well to know these people locally and to really like live here and all that. Just you know, shout out to her for the role, but everybody else killed it in the show too. You know what I mean? Um, my number one show, 2021, is definitely returning in February. Y'all hear them vibes? Nah. Do, do, do y'all hear them vibes though? Like, I think. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of memeage. You know what I mean on the timeline when it comes to a certain guy. Um, we know him as Stacy uh, when we think about uh, old pieces of media. Um, but this season of Snowfall, for me,
2: um, was
4: really held down by people like, uh, what's his name? Excuse me, Danson? Excuse me. It's like, no, I'm talking about Denzel shit. But Danson, uh, Edris, right, uh, killed it this year, right? You know. After Franklin gets shot, you know, the cane, the walk, and everything. But the other people in this show really, I think, really brought it home. You know what I mean? That's, like, the best show on television. Just the – these characters are so dynamic, man. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I It's I, one, one of the
1: ever, best supporting casts I've ever seen on, uh, I've I've ever seen seen on TV. It. Yeah. One of I, the best supporting I got to start that show. I definitely you dig what,
4: start what I'm saying? It. Yeah. Oh, definitely you're start gonna, it. You're going to have a – buckle up, man. You're going to have a great time, like, culturally – Politically, like, bro, this
3: shit, yeah you know I mean? now Bad like West
4: is West coast shit, but it's like you're gonna fuck with it hard i'm I'm telling you, like everybody, listen, this show can cater to every American. I don't care who you are, yeah,
1: bro. definitely everybody, everybody i I haven't heard a I've heard one person say they don't like snowfall. I've heard one person say that, and they couldn't even really give it a, a solid reason why, but like they really didn't fuck with the show, so I was like, all right. like. <laughs> But, um, snowfall. To follow I, I, up
4: season three like this, man.
1: Are not we at the point where uh, this is like where gangster rap, like, like West Coast, like, like gangster raps, but like just about to start happening and everything?
4: Yeah.
1: For for this season that's coming up, right? Yeah. Okay. This and is... coming
4: out of the gang shit, yeah, man. Coming out of some of that and seeing like you know how this music thing because I really think that like you know.
1: I heard it doing a time jump. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I heard it doing a time joint, a time yeah, jump. I don't know where.
4: Like 86. Yeah, man, and it's it's looking crazy, man. That trailer. You know what I mean? Like we might have to discuss that trailer next episode. Um, and you know, yeah, but yeah, man, I just think that you know, and it's funny because we have a again. So back to like you know the flag bearers and representation on TV. It's a lot of dope TV out right now. You see know what I'm saying? Godfather Harlem was crazy. The 50 shit is, you know, was all crazy.
1: I gotta finish Godfather Hollow. My mom
4: is, like, fucking, like, doing a lot with the new Tyler Perry shit. Like, <laughs> the sisters and the Oval and all of this shit. It's a lot of black TV out right now. There's Wonder Years.
0: Huh? The Black Wonder Years.
2: I will not watch Black, the black Wonder TV. Years. I'm, dude, I'm
1: sorry. Wanna... I'm sorry. As much as I love Don Cheadle and shit and Dulé Hill i fuck with them. I will never hate watch. watch
4: it. Nah, just hate watching, it, bro. It's I'm no not going to watch
1: it. I'm not going to watch just because it's the Black Wonder Years, my nigga. Like, nigga, it's Fred Jesus Savage. It's
3: shit, bro. Nigga, Fred
1: bro, Savage, I'm, I'm, my nigga.
3: It's Fred Jesus.
1: Savage.
4: Bro, I'm, I'm so with you, but it's just like, I'm curious. Danica
1: McKellar. <laughs> yeah. I, I,
0: I said one of Kevin years, and I said Winnie, thing. nigga. It was one of those things where I threw it up. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're going to bite on this and... Kev- like I said, no one was going to fuck with it. I said this to people like, yo, you're crazy. I'm like, watch.
1: <laughs> Kevin and Winnie, son. Like, they,
0: re- I- they, re- they
1: reverse living single in this shit. you know? Remember when everyone really? said living single is friends? They reverse living
0: single. Yo. Okay. <laughs> Guys, Um, need
1: to know? <laughs> let's just not don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You know? <laughs> Hello <laughs> to our first and last time listening. <laughs>
3: so
0: I uh, need to know which, if you follow me on the TL, I was, you know, acting up. But It's a Wonderful Life was probably one of the greatest pieces of cinema I've seen in the last. Like who decided to years. watch that
1: drunk, yo? Did you watch that? You was watching that drunk, weren't you?
0: uh hungover. So oh hungover over, okay. So like I'm not gonna lie, when when Harry comes back and gives George the toast to the richest man in town, it got to me, bro.
2: It's deep, bro.
0: It was good. I, I loved it. And then it it was just, just you know, no man no man is ever lonely if he has friends or whatever, you know, Clarence said. So that was my need to know.
1: Okay. Uh, My need to know, we talked about it earlier, Wilma Van Rama gave us a, a, you know, he shouted us out, well, he didn't really shout us out, but he retweeted us, showed us some love. Um, My need to know this week is a show, it was unfairly canceled on a network that was unfairly canceled as well, Um, one of the greatest networks that could have been had they just, I don't know, man, I don't know what them niggas was doing over there. But um, they was fucking up. Robert Rodriguez fucked the bag up over there. But um, my need to know is From Dust Till Dawn, the series. This show is so, like, listen. It's got Aztec, Mayan fucking mythology and shit with vampires and snakes and fucking got the girl from Step Up 2. In it, you got um homegirl from Baby from Baby Driver in it. You got like, listen, man, you got Danny Trejo in it. Listen, this movie, not this movie, like, cause obviously I didn't even like the movie, even though I, I fucks with George Clooney and, but. From Dust Till Dawn, the series, man, it's a great TV show. Definitely watch it. It was only three seasons. Um, it's on fucking Amazon Prime Video. You know, check it out. You know, um, I'm not buying that shit, so I got my little TV sites that, like, I beam to my TV um, and watch it. But, um, yeah, definitely watch From Dust Till Dawn TV series. Great show. Um, Robert Rodriguez had a great TV show. He fucked up the bag with that show and with, um, Lucha Underground. So, and yeah, that's how he lost the network. Whatever. I don't know. Fuck it. Watch it. (laughs) All right, Lo.
4: Yeah, man. So, my need to know for this week is an episode of Drink Champs. Y'all need to know about this Melissa Ford and Moni Love interview. Um, Drink Champs is a show that usually doesn't cater put it like this. Usually it's not a lot of female representation on Drink Champs. A lot of you know, a lot of lot of women that watch Drink Champs, but I think this is one of the moments where, you know, I mean, they started to break the ice a little bit more. I know the Drink Champs interviews are kinda lengthy, man. I know. You dig what I'm saying? And and Noriega is Noriega is about, oh my gosh, he's about to be, like, I don't even know, I don't want to do this, but, like, he's becoming, like, the rap, like, Jason Lee, Perez Hilton, light. Light, though. Like, he's not really, like, Jason Lee or Perez Hilton. And we ain't talking about news. We ain't talking about things that people do in their personal life, but just how people cater to their particular audience based on what the interest or subject matter is.
3: Right. The
4: way he lines up questions, the way he lines up interviews, how each of the episodes, like, you know, like how he had Kanye and he had Sean, right? And, you know, Miss Jones is recently on Drink James. Now he has Moni Love on there and it's a Moni Love, Miss Jones, Tupac thing that's been, you know, talked about and it's finally getting addressed there. You know, Melissa Ford talking about certain things with Drake and, yo, know, they get, this is probably the drunkest I've ever seen anybody like on this show. You
2: got, I, got Melissa I, Ford drunk?
4: Bro, Melissa Ford and Moni Love was fucked up, bro. It's a, it's 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 entertaining, it's titillating, it, it's it's it, yeah, man. It's just it's and, and I think that we learn a lot. And I think we learn certain things about how to have certain conversations too, around certain things and how to like not just treat black women better, but just you know, the humanity of black women knowing this present and also that, you know, y'all just gotta watch that shit, man. It's just good. Y'all, everybody listening, it's a it's it's a good ass interview. And it's a change of pace from the usual drink champs thing. Mm. You get women on there with E F and Nori. And Nori's that... wife makes appearance afterwards as well. And I believe Moni Love is on marriage Boot Camp. So is and his wife, so it's a few connections here, but you know, Melissa Ford talking some Drake stuff, you know, the the Melissa Ford Honda Accord uh line from the game like they discuss everything, man. Yeah, so, I
1: still don't. I still don't know why she was so bent out of shape about that. But I mean, hey, man, I'm, she'll
4: let you know. It's she's like, a legend. Game is a game, like you say, man. I didn't think it was that deep, but it be that deep. It be
0: she's, that deep, man. She's a legend. She's a legend. So, um, if if you guys can let me have the the room for a bit. Oh shit! I just want to tell everyone in the control center, Naj and Low. Are probably actually, no, not probably. They're the best part of 2021 for me. You guys put me on through Twitter Spaces. I thought it was just going to be a simple like guest spot here and there. And it was just going to be like, all right, we'll see how this is rolling. We'll just keep it as is. You know, I really, you know, wasn't expecting much. So I appreciate both of y'all. You guys are brothers to me. And we love you, bro. Everything you bring, all love, man. And then one thing too about. You know, one thing that we need to leave in twenty twenty one is just just negativity, man. You know, like we as a culture, we have to move the culture forward. We we're the needle movers here. We dictate what happens. We're not gonna sit here and gatekeep and sit in our high chairs because at the end of the day, we all sit on the fours on the same four legs of a chair. Doesn't matter if it's made out of gold or plastic, we're gonna be sitting all right. And you know, to those who are claiming things, it's not NFTs, it's not that, you know. Let people have their time. Congratulations to BGW on 100 episodes. All love to that side. And like I said, man, it's all about positivity in the control center. And if you want to step into the control center, spread that positivity and be with us, we'll consider it. But, you know, to a successful 2022, make things stay true, stay clean, wear your mask, do what you need to do. And yeah.
3: Well we said, Rito.
1: Well said, man. Um, yeah. listen, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep. try to keep it brief. Um, it's been a hell of a year, man. Um, like I said, man, we started self control from a labor of love. You know, it it came. It was birthed out of you know the fucking what you call it out of the pandemic. You know, the pandemic. You know. The pandemic just kind of happened when we had just, just kind of started the show. So we were just kind of, like, learning, like, it was just learning how to deal with, like, okay, there's this part of this show and this global event that's going on right now. How are we, like, how do we manage this? Um, you know, and then, you know, we just tried a lot of things. We tried a lot of things with, with our show. Um, you know, we added to the family. You know, and then, you know, our family has gone off and, you know, is doing bigger and better things, like, doing so much stuff that we can't we couldn't even, like, possibly imagine right now. Shout out to Lovely. Doing, like, doing amazing things right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, for a minute, I didn't think that we needed a third chair, but, you know... Of course, through spaces, inviting, you know, Rito through, like, things just become natural. And sometimes it's just a a text, like, yo, what do you think? And Lo is pretty easy about it, like, all right, let's do it, let's try it. And that's usually how things go. And it's been a great, great episode's run so far. And, yo, I can't wait to see what we do for 2022. Um... Yeah, man, this has been great. This has been dope. on um, the great way to close out the show. Um, listen, man, 3.30. 30.
2: Yeah. Uh
1: Thank y'all for rocking with us. We hope y'all listen to the show. Yo, break it up. Break it up if y'all got to. It's a lot to chew on. It's so great. It's all right. It's okay. It's cool. Um, but yeah, man, we love y'all so much. Um, y'all know how it goes, man. He doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies to call. That is Christine Kane. Listen, man, like we always do at this time, each and every time, we like to let y'all know. We thank y'all. We love y'all. Much props to the umbrella. If you're not under it, you get rained on. Yo, man. So until the next episode, until then, peace, farewell, good night, good luck, peace of love, all that good stuff. Holla at you boys. Happy New
4: Thank Year, y'all! Thank you all.
1: Control center. Happy
0: New Year, man. It's up. It's up. It is up, and it it's up. is. Doja return.